today's Leading Women episode 215 with the wonderful Anne Arcea. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Anne Arceo. Anne Arceo, AAMS, is a financial planner and founder of Savvy Duo Financial Planning, Inc. in Los Angeles. She provides financial planning and money coaching to couples in their 20s and 30s. Her mission is to help couples simplify their financial lives so that they can save for tomorrow while enjoying today. She believes that the couple that plans together stands together. So women of the world, Miss Anne Arceo, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We are delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So Anne, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. Um, So as you mentioned, I'm a financial planner and I offer financial coaching to young couples in their 20s, 30s and 40s. And I help them with everything from starting a budget to saving and investing for the future. Um, I help them define their financial goals and make a plan to reach those goals. And the idea for my business um, came because I uh, I was invited to speak um, to a group of newlyweds about managing money and how to start their first budget together. And and that's really where the idea came for me. Um, I had been working in the financial planning industry for about six years, but I realized that I wanted to work with younger people and educate them about money and really help them to um, achieve financial peace of mind. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business. And you know, this niche that you have a carve out, this is really important. It's really interesting that you have this out out there. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? 
Yeah, well, I had been working, you know, I've been working in the financial planning industry for about six years. And about two years ago, I moved to LA and I was really happy to be in this big, exciting city and it was full of opportunities. And I interviewed um, with some of the big financial firms like Morgan Stanley, Charles Schwab, and I would go into these interviews and they would ask me why I wanted to be a financial planner. And I was so excited to answer this question. I would say, you know, I really, I really want to help clients. I want to help them achieve financial peace of mind to reach their goals. And I could tell that they were just kind of looking at me. That wasn't the answer that they wanted. And I realized that typically in the financial planning industry, they were just looking for people who could sell products and, um, you know, could, could get these people to, to open new accounts and to buy investment products. And that wasn't my passion. I really care about helping people and I really want to educate them and I'm not just a salesperson. So that was when I realized that I just wanted to go out and do my own thing. And, um, that's when I decided to start my own business. Well, I'm I'm glad that you shared that one because I'm <laughs> sure our listeners were um, were were um, uh, interested to hear that one from you. Especially, I mean, in this field, your field of the financial planning industry, the financial industry, this is really a an important um, aspect or industry that you know a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, can learn from. And I'm I myself, and I'm sure I can tell I can I can actually imagine you during those interviews that of course they were like <laughs> I'm sure they were shocked and uh, you wanting to help clients versus being product driven because yeah. more often the financial industry is about product driven about profits and but if it, you know following your passion of educating people helping people achieve their goals that's one uh, one big reason why you are in business so there's a big takeaway here for our listeners you know if you have a passion for something stand up for it and if you know that this is something that you can help other people and make a difference in their lives go for it because some more often that's how an idea comes about um the, a great business idea is born some more often born out of our passion for something and if you know that you have that skill you know that you have something that you can offer other people that you know will help them that's a great start and that's a great way to to, to come up with a great uh, business idea and move forward with it so thank you for sharing that now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners however they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out so you know, my vision just started as I wanted to help as many couples as possible to find financial peace of mind. Um, I read studies that said that um, financial problems are one of the number one causes of divorce. So that was, you know, really um, my vision in, in starting my company, wanting to help these young couples. And, um, you know, I'd like going forward to um, grow my business virtually to, to not just have it based in Los Angeles, but to be able to help um, clients, you know, across, across the country. Yes, this is an area that uh, yeah I've I've heard and even a, a lot of the people I know, a lot of my friends. This is one of the challenge for couples, and of course, they, they, uh, it is a challenge that we can we deal with on a uh, on a constant basis or on a continuous basis. But especially for couples, if you are not open to discussing or making plans together regarding finances, because sometimes, especially for us women, it's so it's we're kind of uh, it's kind of a little uh, we we worry about a little bit of being so open about money talking about money mm -hmm. and in, in my family for example I didn't grow up 
talking about money. So when I grew up and started earning my own money, oh, I was like, wow, what is... So I, I was at a loss. So I have to educate myself, okay, how to... I know how to spend, but saving, that was, that was a challenge for me in the beginning. All I knew was that if I have money, I can spend it for, you know, for anything. But it, it, there's more to it than just, you know, spending or saving. So it's really important that we educate ourselves and people like Anne um, can help us do this so thank you for sharing it because this is an, an area that i'm sure a lot of our listeners can learn from and uh, relate with now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from Sure. I think um, one quality is perseverance and the ability to stick with it, especially in the beginning stages of starting a business. Um, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs and it takes a while for it to really uh, get going and for it to really, you know, be steady. And so you just got to stick through the, the first year or maybe that first couple years um, to just really be able to stick with it and keep your eye on your goals and, and not give up. Um, I think creativity is another quality. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to think outside the box and, you know, there's so many resources out there, but when you're a new business, some of them aren't affordable and, you know, you've got to be able to figure out a, another way around um, some things If you know, there's certain uh, resources that you can't afford right now. You've got to be able to be creative and figure out another way to, to accomplish your goals. Um, and I think just my ability as a financial planner is being able to, to plan and to see the big picture and to break that down into smaller goals um, was really helpful in starting a business. Yes, that's really huge uh, traits that you've just shared there and uh, perseverance, creativity, especially that perseverance, you know, the, I, I used to call it stick intuitiveness you know the yeah. ability to stick with it no matter what happens and for our listeners out there especially if you're just starting out it's really important to cultivate these traits that and just share with us and the ability not to quit when faced with certain situations because there are going to be challenges along the way and as with life in general we have challenges on a daily basis be that small or big but the, the main thing is for us not to quit when those challenges uh, happens, um, let those be like a, a, a like an inspiration, not an inspiration, or it can be an inspiration. But sometimes when we are challenges, we don't see it as inspiration at all. We see it as a hindrance. But the thing is not to to have that ability not to quit or not to quit on what it is that you are passionate about doing. Just go go on, continue moving forward because I know that these challenges are gonna be be there. And these traits that Andrew shared with us, that's all cultivate and adapt them in our lives because this is going to help us as we build our business uh, forward all right let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in here so what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? I think for me, um, one of the biggest challenges when I went out on my own was that uh, not everyone understands what it, what a financial planner is or what they do. And especially when I was trying to be different than the typical financial planner, I wasn't selling products or working with really wealthy people. And so I had this barrier of, you know, I would 
introduce myself to people or hand out my business card and it's kind of like, okay, what is a financial planner? How does that apply to me? So, um, one of the ways that I went about that, or I got through that was defining my ideal client. I sat down and I thought, okay, who is my ideal client? I got very specific about that. You know, what, how old are they? How much do they earn? What's their life like? And then every time I created um, a piece of marketing, I tried to think about, you know, how I would speak to that ideal client and just make sure that my message got through in a very clear way. Um, so I would say, you know, that's my, that's been my biggest challenge and that's how I've overcome it. It was just with very clear marketing. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I'm, I too can relate to this, this challenge that you have had. I'm sure our listeners uh, are, some of our listeners are as well, especially when we are starting out and uh, we are not known there. And a lot of the people, what we're putting out there, they are not aware of that is, is there, or they are not aware of what is it for them. Mm-hmm. So it's our responsibility to educate them and show them what it is for them what are the benefits of uh, what it is that you're putting out there so it's all about educating other people through our marketing and i'm really big on what you said about really honing on to your target market your ideal client speak Mm -hmm. to the client your ideal client in your marketing or when you are are spreading your message out there when you're trying to educate people about what your services or products are uh, talk to that ideal client that you have speak to them in their language that they understand and it's sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, effort on our side to educate them but once they are aware of it once that they are being educated then they are more receptive into the offerings that we have so great that you have a uh, um, share that one for our listeners as well all right and i'd love for you to switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance particularly if you have a family juggling many roles so in your life as an entrepreneur how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? I would say, yeah, this is definitely something that's been a challenge for me. I think because it's my business and it's almost kind of like my baby that I've, you know, I've created and I've poured so much of myself into it that it's kind of always on your mind. You're always, you know, I'll be at the gym and I'm still thinking of a new idea or an email I need to respond to. But in a way, it's not too bad because I love it and I'm passionate about it, but I've um, tried to be better in the last few months about scheduling uh, downtime. I'll actually put it on my calendar that I'm going to the gym or that I'm meeting a friend for lunch. Um, I've also, I, I only work a half day on Friday, so I'll kind of work my week around so that I can take those afternoons off on Friday and uh, maybe go get my nails done or go to, out to, you know, have a drink with a friend or just um, do something that I can enjoy. So I think actually putting it on the calendar and seeing it there as another appointment um, helps, you know, me to remind myself that I have to take some downtime and kind of, you know, um, enjoy other aspects of my life so I don't get burned out. Yes, and I'm glad that you've shared that one because it's, to me, work-life balance is, I often say it's a myth, especially for us <laughs> entrepreneurs, yes, because you know what, work for us is no longer work, you know, we're so passionate about what we're doing that we don't see it as work anymore, but it's really important to make time for those that are, the other things that are important to us, so like what Anne just shared with us, it's all about scheduling and putting them on calendar, so it's like, 
putting things on calendar about your business. That's the same way with your personal life. So, for example, what uh, what I just shared, she schedules her downtime. She schedules a time and puts them on a calendar to go to the gym, to go out with friends, spend time with the family. It's all about scheduling and making time for those that are important to you. I truly believe in that. So we don't have to make this work-life balance way too complicated than it should be. So whatever your situation it is right now for our listeners out there, be flexible and work around it. The main thing is that you are not neglecting the other areas that are important to you. Of course, you have a business to take care of, but we also have ourselves to take care of. We also have our families to take care of. We also have our friends that need our attention. So it's all about prioritizing those and scheduling time for them. And I'm really big on really taking care of yourself have that downtime because you know you know that if you don't have your health you won't be able to build a special business you call your own in the first place Mm -hmm. so really take care of yourself get those uh, time to work out Uh, eat healthy have those downtime to kind of relax rejuvenate because it's really important especially for our creative minds to rest and have that downtime that uh, and just shared with us so for our listeners out there whatever that works for you let's learn from the tips that just that and just shared with us but at the same time it's all uh, it's really important to remember that it's all about you scheduling those things that are important to you and making time for them huge takeaways is for so thank you for sharing that all right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I would say that success um, for me is getting to do what I love, what I'm passionate about, while at the same time um, being able to make a difference in the lives of my clients. And when I started doing this, um, you know, I was, my salary was pretty good, um, but I wasn't happy. I kind of dreaded going to work every day. It wasn't, I didn't feel that passion there. And so I realized that it had to be more than just um, what I earned. So uh, my goal in my business was to try to come close to what my previous salary was in the first um, two to three years of creating my business, but really being able to just do to do what I love has been the most important thing for me. And I figure um, if I work hard at it and I keep going, the money will come. But, um, you know, being able to make a difference, being able to get up every morning and feel like I'm doing what I love has really been the most important for me. Success is getting to do what I'm passionate about while making a difference in other people's lives. Wow, I love that. I love that (laughs) phrase that you've just shared. Yes, I truly believe that that's the true essence of success. And... I'm sure for our listeners other, of course, we are in business, so financial metrics are important. But at the end of the day, what really fulfills us, you know, what really f- makes us happy is knowing that what we're putting out there is making a difference to other people's lives and that we're happy with what we're doing. I think that's the bottom line here. So uh, let's challenge ourselves for our listeners. Challenge yourself and ask this question. 
What does success mean to you? And listen to your heart. What is that saying saying to you? Because more often, it's not going to be those dollar signs that makes you happy. Those are just vehicles to us to provide us the things that we want in life. But at the end of the day, what makes us happy really is those intangible benefits of being in business. I love your perspective on that. Thank you. Before we get to the highlight of our show, let's thank our sponsor. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. All right, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or, or advice, what would those three be? I would say first, uh, define your vision and set clear, actionable goals. And I, you know, I saw this when I was starting my business and I see it also when I'm working with clients on a financial plan and I'll ask them, you know, um, where do you want to be five years from now? Oh, we'll maybe be out of debt or own a house, but you've, you've got to get more specific than that. When you actually get into building your business, you've got to, you've got to set really clear, well-defined specific goals that are actionable. Um, I would say surround yourself with women who share a similar vision um, and talk to them regularly. I joined a mastermind group, and even though we all have small businesses, and even though they're different um, types of businesses, we can really relate to each other, and just getting to talk to them on a regular basis provides a lot of inspiration. They understand where I'm coming from. It really helps me. Um, and then the third thing I would say is just don't give up. It, you know, it's going to be difficult in the first couple of years. We all face challenges as business owners, especially when you're first getting started. And just, you know, remember your vision and just keep going. Don't give up. Just persevere. Wow. Great takeaways there that our listeners can take action on today. Thank you for sharing those. But let me just summarize them again. So the first one is to define your vision and set actionable goals. Huge here. And for our listeners out there, it's really important to write your goal. Be clear on your vision. Be clear on what it is that you want to achieve. Where do you want to go from where, from where you are right now, for example? And then the key here is to set actionable uh, steps on how to get there so now that you know first is to know where you want to go and then to to create those uh, action steps that on how you get there because that's the, the, the secret here it's it's not just putting getting your goals uh, clear or putting your goals out there but also to make an effort to take action on those steps that will lead you to that goal and the second one is to surround yourself with others who are moving the same direction as you this is really important and uh, there's a lot of support system out there online masterminds for example or offline if you have a, a meetup groups for example it's 
really important to surround yourself with people, not only for support, but for inspiration and someone that you can bounce back ideas with. So find whatever your niche is, find those support systems and be become a, or connect with them, become a member of those masterminds because I'm really big on this. And also if you're getting a mentor, if you are at that point, get a, getting a mentor is a huge uh, mm-hmm. deal breaker. I mean, I hired my mentor, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur and Far, and if it was not for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it's, I'm really huge on surrounding yourself with people for support, for inspiration, and someone that you can be inspired with that are moving the same direction as you. Huge takeaway there. And the last one is to never, ever give up on, the, on your passion, on it is to what you are, are doing and what it is that you are putting out there. It's really huge. Um, of course, the first they always say that the first two years is the hardest. And I truly believe in that because there's a lot of learning curve, especially if you are that come on, on a business background like me. I'm a, a nurse by profession and all my life, all I know is nursing. So when I jump into entrepreneurism, I have no idea. So there were a, there's a huge learning curve, especially in the beginning. I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly educating myself. And I'm, I be, truly believe that education is not going to stop. You're going to be constantly learning, constantly researching. But the first two years, know or embrace this, embrace this early days uh, while you're in business because there are going to be challenges. There are a lot of learning to be done and not to give up on it. And until you find that, uh, until you achieve those goals that you set for yourself. Huge takeaways here. So thank you for sharing those. Thank you. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? I think two that have really helped me. Uh, my goal is to be is to create a virtual business where I can work from anywhere. So um, using Google Apps, um, which has Google Drive and a lot of tools where you can store all of your client documents online and I can access it from anywhere, from any computer. Um, And there's just so many, the Google Calendar, which, you know, syncs really well with an iPhone. So just being able to use that tool to help me build a virtual business has been really helpful and it's really affordable. I think I pay $10 a month. Um, and then I also use time trade um, to schedule uh, client meetings and they can see my um, all of my calendar when they click on a link and I don't have to go back and forth. Well, will this day work? Will this day work? So that's really been um, really helpful in getting clients to set meetings. Um, so those two are affordable tools that I've used that have really helped me to um, build a virtual business. Yes, yeah, so the whole the whole Google uh, platform is really intuitive if we know how to leverage it and the time trade for scheduling. I uh, use this as well as well as uh, schedule once as it's been really a game changer. So I'll make sure to have this on our resources page. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Sure, I would say... Um... Uh, professionally, this is a little bit, maybe more of a technical book, but um, I read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, and it's all about how to systematize your business and automate processes um, so that your you can your business can survive while you're not there. So um, you're not spending a lot of time doing these administrative tasks and doing the same thing over and over again. You're creating a process that works the same way every time, and it, it frees up your time to be able to work on bigger goals. So um, it's the E-Myth. It was really helpful for me to um, to organize my business, to set up processes. 
Um, and then I would say a resource that provides a lot of um, inspiration for me has been Marie Forleo, which I don't know if she has a specific book, but um, I signed up for her newsletter and just getting her weekly newsletters. She has all kinds of topics for women entrepreneurs, and it's been really helpful for me. She always provides you know, weekly inspiration for me. So those are two resources that I've relied on. Yeah, so that's the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, and he has a series of books under that E-Myth. And yes, it's a great resource that we can uh, we can tap into. So that's the E-Myth book by Michael Gerber. And yes, I totally agree with you with Marie Forleo. She's really putting great content out there on a weekly basis. So I highly recommend that one as well. And because we love you here at Today's Leading Women, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Now, Anne, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine? <laughs> yes, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. This one, this one was a little tricky for me when I was thinking of my answer, but I would say someone that I really look up to is actually my sister. Um, she's a psychologist and she recently opened her own practice and she was just one of those who knew from a young age what she wanted to do. She didn't let anything get in her way. She went through and, you know, she had to go through a lot of schooling to get her PhD in psychology and, um, then she decided to open her own practice and I really just admired her perseverance. And, um, also she's so, she's such a generous person. She's always there in the family. Um, whenever we have trouble, she's always the one that we call for advice and the one that we always depend on. And so I just, I really admire her, her generosity as well. Wow. Kudos to your sister. Yes, yeah, she is the epitome <laughs> of a superhero out there. Love, love that you share that one. Now, last but not the least, and share our listeners, what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it? And then we'll end from there. I would say as a financial planner, I have a lot of experience working with small business owners and um, clients that don't have consistent incomes because they're you know, running a business where they may have one month they earn a lot and the next month they don't. And it's really hard for them to uh, manage a budget and to set financial goals. So you know, I'm very familiar with working with clients that are just um, starting a business and I have a lot of resource and experience in helping them create a financial plan. Um, so that's, you know, that's what I think I could offer to your readers is just helping them um, on their financial journey and making a plan, starting to save for the future, their, their retirement. Um, I have a lot of experience with that. Awesome. So for our listeners out there who are newlyweds, for example, what would you what would be a great tip uh, for them to do right away that they can take action on on this uh, subject that you can share with them and then work? Where else? Oh, what uh, site can they go to learn more about them? Um, sure. So I would say, you know, the first step in in starting to organize your financial life is I always I encourage couples to have money dates. So to schedule a time when you talk to your partner about your finances, you review your spending, you review your budget, make sure you're both on the same page. So 
um, schedule an initial date with your partner where you're going to sit down, maybe pour a glass of wine or a cup of tea and talk about your money. And um, the first step in the process is usually figuring out where you're at. So that's it's kind of a big step, but you've got to figure out how much is your lifestyle costing um, every month and um, how much are you in debt and how much do you have in savings. Those are really the steps that you have to do first to figure out, um, you know, what goals to set to get you to where you need to be. Um, so, you know, talk to your partner, schedule a money date with them, a time to sit down and, and talk about your finances together. Um, and you can definitely, I have a money blog where I offer a lot of um, tips for couples and you can find out, find out more there on my website at the savvy duo.com. Um, as I said, I, I have a blog there and you can sign up for my newsletter. I offer re- a lot of resources there and also a free consultation for anyone who might be interested in talking to me further. Yeah, so wow, great tips there. And I love the, the money date. I'm going to start doing this with my <laughs> husband. <laughs> there you go. Yes, because we are so we are so independent uh, independent in terms of that but we we also have our household uh, uh, finances together but we also yeah we have separate we maintain separate things also and i love this money day so i'm going to start implementing this so for, <laughs> i love that word so for our listeners out there check out her website savvyduo.com i highly recommend you to sign up for her newsletter so newsletter so you can get those uh, weekly tips that she's sharing if it is weekly uh, tips or whatever she's sharing out there and also to really check on on her um free consultation to see if this uh, product or services that she's putting out there fits you because i I'm th- I'm sure or and I I'm yeah I'm, I think that this is one of the areas that we all can learn from I myself can speak to that so that's savvyduo.com and by the way all of this uh, fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash and Arceo or just type in her name on the source bar and you will find it for you. But again, the link is SavvyDuo.com. And thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. 
Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.